When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, hello. Welcome back. Welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words. If you are listening to the podcast, welcome back. Um, welcome. If you are listening to the replays here on Clubhouse, my name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. I am uh, an alchemist and I'm very much centered on areas of astrology, the chakra system, and also kind of helping people, you know, find their ways um, when we are going through this divine path of life. So I'm super excited to be here. Um, If you guys have any questions, those who are entering the room, you can put the questions in the chat and I will answer them. Um, I won't be bringing that many people on stage because this is a live stream recording to Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. So um, this will actually be um, on the platforms for you to listen to um, if you need to, and then also on the replays. So this topic that we are going to be talking about today is a exciting topic. It is creating your dream board through astrology. And some people might be like, hmm, (laughs) that seems a little different, right? And it is a little different when we think about traditionally how the dream boards are usually related, the vision boards, whatever you want to call them, right? But we want to make our vision board and we want to make our dream board in most resembling what it is that we see in our path and and most centered to the the visions that we see for ourselves in the future and also the visions that we see for others in the future. So for those who don't know, I consider myself somebody who's very strong on manifesting. I have been manifesting for a very long time. um, And we can manifest things that are beneficial and we can also manifest things that aren't so beneficial, right? Um, We have to kind of take this notion that manifesting comes to us when we stop eliminating and we stop putting up blocks and we actually eliminate the blocks. So most of the things that I have manifested um, would be my career, my profession, um, my areas of speaking engagements, my areas of 
achievements. I did have a vision board in 2021. I didn't do a vision board in 2022, but I had a vision board in 2021 and I got really Pacific. I mean, I got Pacific to almost like the numbers. I got Pacific in areas of what it was that I really envisioned for myself, if that was career, if that was areas with the family. Um, Sometimes I do incorporate my family in my vision board as well. Um, And not only seeing the vision of areas with me, but also areas with the family unit and also areas of quote unquote, the collective, my community kind of really come alive with my vision board. And my vision board, I felt was so profound that I actually didn't feel the need to switch it up in 2022. I was still using the same board from 2021. There wasn't much to change because I knew I was still accomplishing and really getting it um, going. So I am going to tell you how you can use your vision board to get Pacific. One of the things that we want to do is we want to get Pacific in our vision board, but we want to get Pacific to us. And we are going to use astrology this time. And the way we're going to do it is we are going to see that the outer energy right? The outer energy of the planets. We're only going to use the planets. I mean, if you have your birth chart and you know your birth chart, you can totally get like almost so Pacific that it's talking about each house placement. It's talking about each planetary, each planet but we're just going to use the planets because I don't want to overwhelm people with the astrology. I know sometimes people feel like they have to be an astrologer or they have to have studied astrology, but in actuality, this is going to be a fun way to do it. And you're actually going to be able to learn a little bit about astrology and also a little bit about yourself and how do you see your path coming forward. So we're going to talk about each of the major planets. We will talk about the sun. We will talk about the moon. And of course, we will talk about um, Mercury, Venus, Mars, and so on, right? So let's first start off with why are the planets so important? Well, the planets really defined that area of significant points in the sky and in the sky's energy that lead us to certain paths, right? To lead us to certain areas of how the earth is seen, right? It's like the planets are traveling around us. We're traveling around the planets and it's giving us areas to move in directions with that own energy. So if you are an astrology lover, it's always good to look at the daily astrology, see where the planets are lined up, and you can even go through it in your vision board too later on. But first I want to talk about how you're going to do your vision board. You want to do your vision board with each topic being centered off of each planet that that planet really resembles. So if you feel that there are areas of um, growth that maybe you haven't 
um, tapped into, you're going to kind of want to look at where does that area resemble with that planet. So first, let's talk about um, you can use like what you can use on your vision board. You can write words, you can write affirmations, you can write exactly what you want. Some people like to do um, like collage type vision boards. I think those are very beautiful and I think that's really cool. I will tell you the truth. I do a combination, but in all honesty, I write out my vision board like with words. Um, I feel like when you write out the vision board with words, sometimes it is a little bit more Pacific, but it's really up to you if you want to do pictures or if you want to do um, words. And I recommend having your vision board somewhere where you can see it. My last vision board was in my closet. And the reason why it was in my closet was because I didn't necessarily want to put it in my bedroom. Um, for anybody who was just coming into my bedroom or, um, for, you know, like my family to sit there and like have to see my vision board every day. But, um, I wanted to put it in my closet because I knew that I would see it every day. Every day I had to get clothes out of my closet. Every day I had to go to my closet, but my next vision board that I made for 2023, I'm actually going to put it in my office space or at my bedside table. Um, and you want to see it every day and you want to look at it every day and read a little bit about um, about the, the vision board to yourself, right? Kind of read it in, give yourself that gentle reminder of um, you being on this journey, you being on this track. So the first thing we're going to look at is the sun. And the sun energy is the creator area, right? For those who don't know, the sun resembles that area of creation and the soul's purpose. However you decide to lay your vision board out is up to you. But you want to look at what is truly your soul's purpose? What is that area of growth and vitality and presence that really makes you feel aligned in this path that you're choosing, aligned in your destiny and aligned in areas of growth? And I'm not saying you have to put that sun energy in the begin in the beginning of the vision board. You could do it towards the end, maybe after you've done the other planets, but you kind of want to put it close towards the middle, right? I would think the sun energy should be something that really stands out because it is resembling that area space of growth and it is resembling that area space of creation. So this could possibly even be areas of, is there a new baby coming in the family? Is there a new pathway opening up? Is somebody going back to school? Um, Are you thinking about what it is in your soul's purpose that is going to make you feel fulfilled. So this is almost like that legacy state. This is almost like if 
I was to write a book, what would be the topic of the book, right? So this is a big energy and this is really one of the most powerful energies and this really resembles the drive. This really resembles the determination and also the area of willpower, the area of picking up each piece to the puzzle and doing it even when the puzzle feels like big, right? Like you ever did, have you ever done one of those huge puzzles and it's like, okay, each day I'm putting in a new section towards this puzzle and this puzzle is very big, but I'm still doing it until one day the puzzle is completed and it's like, wow, this is, this is, this is deep. This is very deep in my area of completion. This is very deep in my areas of goals. So this is really almost like that soul's energy, that sun's energy of the spirit. Where is it in the life path that you really feel destined to? And then the next planet is the moon. So the moon represents areas of the unconscious. It also represents areas of reflection and areas of the feminine. It's opposite of the sun, where the sun is a masculine energy. But the moon is more of a feminine energy, and it is more of a subtle nourishing, nourishing, I can never say that word correctly. Um, And it is more of a area that kind of brings that smoothness and that soothingness to other people and also to yourself. But you really want to be attuned to your areas of the present life, where you are right now, when we're thinking about the moon energy, um, where you are right now that you can release. So when we are using this in our vision board and we're looking at the moon, this really almost resembles the areas of releasing insecurities, releasing areas that you would want to um, move forward from and putting this in your dream board. Somebody might say like, oh, if I put this in my dream board, am I going to attract more of these feelings? Not necessarily because you're going to do it in a way that you are releasing these feelings. So for instance, something that you can use for the moon element of your dream board would be self-care. It would also be becoming more attuned with feminine collectives. It would also be maybe meeting new people who are centered on areas of the feminine, also areas of praising the moon. It would also be areas where you could create um, a space for each full moon or maybe not each full moon, right? Because even me, when I do my full moon rituals, I kind of don't always do a full moon ritual for every full moon, but it would be areas of what can I do for a full moon ritual? Can I journal? Can I create moon water? Can I create areas of... um 
having a meditation under the moon? Can I have a a chance to give myself a routine towards a full moon and putting that in your dream board? And that could be a picture of the moon. That could be somebody meditating under the moon. That could be you writing for self-care. I would like to meditate under the moon um, on certain full moons. Maybe you don't want to you know, use every full moon. There's a full moon um, at least once a month. So you want to make sure that you are finding areas that you can release and accept the feminine on the dream board where it's related to the moon. So um, a little recap, we have talked about the sun energy and also the moon energy and how you can use it in your dream board. So let's go over. So I'm just going to go down the traditional line of the planets. And then the next one is Mercury. So when we think about Mercury, Mercury is the innermost and smallest planet of the solar system. It's also known to have that energy of duality. Right? When we think about some of the areas that it rules, it rules Gemini and it rules Virgo and it has that duality element. Mercury um, is known to actually be seen at two separate times, morning and night, um, which in Greek mythology is known as Apollo, which is in the morning, and Hermes, which is in the evening time. Mercury is known as the messenger. That's really the tradition of Mercury. And when we think of the area of the messenger and that Mercury energy, one of the things that really comes to mind is Mercury retrograde, right? Ah, Mercury retrograde. Oh, no. But um, where there might be difficulties with communication, there might be difficulties with technology. There might be difficulties with the mind and um, maybe some areas where stuff feels a little bit more um, scattered, especially during Mercury retrograde. And all my listeners and everybody knows that I say that if we're aligned with our own energy, Mercury retrograde isn't going to mess us up that bad, right? We already kind of prepared for it. Something that happens three times a year. It's nothing that's going to completely erupt our life. So Mercury um, retrograde and Mercury as a whole is a dynamic planet to look at towards that area of growth for the year. So when we look at Mercury and how we use this in our dream board and how we use this in our vision board, we're going to be looking at areas of thoughts. We're going to be looking at this in areas of outflow of communication. Mercury retrograde, I keep saying Mercury retrograde, it's probably because we're in Mercury retrograde right now in Capricorn and Mercury's like, hey, don't talk about me. Now I'm going to mess with your mind a little bit. Um, so Mercury is that area of communication. It's also that area of mental function 
and techniques and skills. So when we are thinking about how we're going to use Mercury in our dream board, we're going to want to look at it with that flow. We're going to want to look at it in that area of mindset. So this is where you're going to establish that area, that interpersonal communication of mindset with yourself, with that mercury energy and express it. So that can be putting things in your dream board that could be related to um, maybe courses, um, areas of classes, areas of playing um, games. Like for instance, um, if you're somebody who likes to play games like um you know, those like puzzle games or those word games, picking up where you tap into the mind space. Also, it could be introducing more mind energy foods such as like avocado or nuts, um, really looking at the mental function that you can use in expression throughout the year. Also, when I think about Mercury, I also think of like a little bit of um, kind of having affirmations, um, maybe putting some affirmations you would like to say each morning, maybe putting some area where you can express your techniques. Um, if this is maybe starting your own clubhouse room, if this is maybe creating your own course. Um, Mercury does kind of have that energy where you kind of think of like work or study. It has that area where it feels like an advancement of the mind, right? It feels like the advancement of communication. Maybe looking at your communication and looking at how would you communicate a little bit different or how would you communicate to others a little bit different or how do you plan on receiving communication that might feel a little bit um, very, um, maybe for you it might feel like very abrupt or it might feel like you don't really appreciate that communication, right? How do you respond to communication that you don't necessarily um, feel aligned with? So it is developing techniques and it is developing skills when we look at the planet of Mercury. And you can put that in your dream board that really resembles that. It is acknowledging your plans. Mercury has that energy where you are acknowledging your plans and certain situations. So this area of your dream board will feel a little bit more centered on like a strategy, certain situations and areas of events. So this could mean like signing up for a class, going back to school, planning a family trip, maybe learning um, ways to deal with that difficult coworker, um, maybe learning areas to kind of um, step away from hostile communication or communication that you don't feel aligned with. And you do want to put this in your dream board because we are using astrology for our dream board where we are taking in each planet's representation and seeing how we can move forward in our year 
right? Most people write a dream board each year or um, you could do it every two years or maybe this is your life stream board, right? Because this stream board is going to be very specific to you. Um, maybe this is your one and done dream board. You never know, right? Um, but we want to see where we can grow and we want to see where we can move forward. Because remember, we're using that sun's energy of growth and creation to move forward in the year. So look at that energy of Mercury and moving forward in new directions that is related to a plan. Also, the thing that I want to take um, in um, notion before I close out Mercury is Mercury is also known for modern medicines. So that doesn't necessarily mean um, that, you know, you have to try something new or you have to try something um, different um, with your life, but really look at areas of medicine. And when I mean medicine, I mean natural medicines right now. Of course, if like you've been prescribed something, um, look at that medicine and see what it is that you can change about your lifestyle um, that is more natural. And of course, you know, follow um, the doctor's orders if that's um, what you plan on doing. But symbolizing your own areas of medicine? Would that mean going out and getting in the sun more? Would that also mean um, drinking more natural teas? Would that mean starting a garden? Um, would that mean possibly using more cinnamon in the diet? Cinnamon's a very um, natural substance that has very beautiful properties towards um, blood glucose, towards health, um, maybe introducing more water. So we do want to look at the medical aspect of mercury as well, because um, I'm going to tell you guys, I mean, my, um, my followers and um, my friends, I consider my followers my friends, my friends know that um, I was born with a a heart condition. So I do take um, heart medications. Um, so I have to look at areas that are related to my medicines, right? I know my medicines bring out um, areas to save my heart health, but also I want to look at what can I do to introduce that area of health. Does that mean eating less red meat? Does that mean eliminating red meat from my diet? Does that mean not using so much salt? <laughs> I'm going to tell you, salt is like the hardest thing to give up. Um, it is literally like in everything. Sodium is salt. Like I feel like I could give up sugar easier than I could give up salt. But looking at areas of salt, right? Looking at areas of after nights that I've maybe ate like salty food. How did I feel the next morning, right? Was I swollen? Did my feet feel swollen? Was it hard for me to um, take off my rings, right? Um, that's all stuff that mercury really resembles. So let's move on, <laughs> right? Oh man, salt is hard to give up. Okay, so let's move on to Venus. <clears throat> Venus is such a beautiful, 
beautiful, beautiful planet. And I'm going to tell you guys a little secret. Usually, um, sometimes we see Venus, um, and Venus really is known as like the earth's sister planet. Um, it's often that energy that we see, um, towards sunrise and sunsets. So usually the color of the sunrise and the color of the sunset is in contribution to Venus. So Venus is a gorgeous, the second closest planet to the sun. It's one of the most brightest um, in its natural state. It is... um, except for the moon of course the moon steals all the illumination right the mother um the mother moon um from the sun but venus if we were to say that venus is one of the most beautiful planets it really has that area of um composition and area that looks almost like a beautiful resemblance of just what it says, right? That pink energy, that orangey, reddish energy. I mean, if you ever look at the planets and just like kind of look at how they look in the sky, like Venus has this beautiful, like um, this beautiful, almost like effortless aesthetic. I keep saying like, I want my Instagram to look like Venus aesthetic, I really want that, right? So Venus represents everything that is centered around love, beauty, uh, relationships, indulgence. Um, It has that very um, luxurious feel to it. Um, For those who know, Venus is um, like the ruler of um, Libra and Taurus. And Venus has like this um, opposite area um, from from Mars, right? It's Mars's, um, I guess you could say, opposite energy. Uh, Venus is kind of that feminine energy, which is kind of odd because Libra is actually a um, masculine sign, but Taurus is a feminine sign. Uh, Venus has um, a beautiful placement when we think of how we're going to use Venus in our birth not her birth. Well, you can look at Venus in your birth chart a lot of times to see how you will do with love relationships and also areas of qualities with, um, luxury and, um, comfort. But we also want to look at how Venus will play in our dream board. So Venus is that indulgence energy, Um, it's very easy to get, uh, I guess you could say almost whooshed away in Venus's energy, right? Like when Venus comes in that area of feminine and 
that areas of beauty, it's almost like it takes you away and it just makes you feel so comfortable and you feel this space where it's just like so, so easy to get wrapped into. When we are looking at Venus in the dream board, we want to acknowledge all those areas. We want to acknowledge all of those areas that we might um, be centered on with relationships too. So for instance, with Venus energy, if this is an energy that's centered around relationships, it could be centered around relationships. It could also be centered around personal wealth. Um, it can be centered around relationships of the family. And it can also be centered with personal relationships to self. So this could be like travel. This could be making a space towards um, starting to save money for maybe a trip that usually you wouldn't put towards. This could also be areas of beauty towards the home. Um, I think sometimes we forget that our home is our most sacred um, possession. It's the atmosphere that we're really in most of the time, right? It's that area that we are in most of the time, and it's that area that we are in that makes us really feel um, secure, and it really makes us feel safe. We also want to look at beauty. So this could be areas where we develop maybe a plan towards tapping into our inner beauty, if that is mirror magic, um, if that is maybe scheduling some spa days out of the year, if that is um, creating more areas where you have um, purchases that resemble beauty. You can put this in your dream board. You can also put areas of romance. So this would be if you wanted to create a um, date night, if you put um, this year, I plan on going on different um, types of dates. Maybe we always just go to out to eat and to a movie, but now in my relationship, I actually want to introduce introduce like hiking and I want to introduce like spending the day together at a park or I want to introduce something that's a little bit different. This is going to be where you look at that energy of romance and also the relationship. You're also going to want to look at the aesthetics of it. Um, when I tell you Venus is uh, very beautiful, it is a very beautiful um, planet when we think of um, aesthetics. So how are you going to use it in your dream board is really up to you. Are you in a quest of enhancing? And you can hit all these topics, right, in your dream board. Are you in um, a quest to enhance beauty? Are you in a uh, request to um, tap into potential love, romance, marriage. Venus is that energy that you really pick up on like when you're planning a wedding, right? When I look at weddings, weddings to me scream Venus energy. I'm like, ah, it's Venus energy everywhere. Venus energy everywhere. This wedding just feels like very decadent, right? And, and just very beautiful. So Venus is, um, a place in your birth chart that you're definitely going to want to acknowledge relationships. 
areas of um, purchase, and that could be towards self-beauty, interpersonal beauty, or environmental beauty. So if that is something like remodeling your kitchen, maybe you've had that on your vision board for a long time, and now you kind of really want to see it forward, that would be something you would address in your vision board, that Venus energy romance. How are you going to change or how are you going to incorporate new areas of romance in the relationship? Um, that could be, like I said, introducing hikes. So we're going to want to get very pacific in this Venus energy on our vision board. We're going to want to have that potential to um, really create that romance and that beautiful, as one might say, Venus aesthetic. Also, um, interpersonal love. And that's where I want you to really tap into the beauty of self. So if that's mirror magic, if that is giving yourself um, time and you can incorporate, and this is what I love about the planets, is the planets all work together. And when we work together with um, with our dream boards by using the planets, we can be using our Venus energy and we can be using our moon energy and we could be saying like, hey, on a full moon, on a full moon, I want to tap into not only my feminine energy of the moon, of the self-care, but I also want to tap into my Venus energy as well. And I want to create the most decadent the most beautiful ritual bath. I'm going to put rose petals in there. I'm going to put vanilla. I'm going to put um, areas of um, beauty that I've been desiring and I want to establish that area around me. And when we think about it, we, we think about it as a whole. So not only am I using my moon energy, but I'm also using my Venus energy as well. So Venus is definitely a planet we do not want to ignore on our dream board. And then the other planet that we will get into is Mars. Okay. <laughs> and I know a lot of people, oh gosh, you know, every time we hear of Mars, we always think, oh no, oh no, not Mars. <laughs> So Mars is the fourth planet away from the sun. Um, it is actually named after the Roman god of war. So that's kind of how um, that's kind of how Mars probably got the how do you say it? The title of being the planet of war is because who Mars is named after. Mars, when Mars was in the sky, um, and when we look at the mythology and we look at the old patterns of Mars, a lot of times um, our ancestors would actually praise to Mars uh, before battles. Um, it is that red, um, almost like reddish appearance. Um, most times people can see Mars. Um, pretty easy. So it does have that area where it has the storytelling of people praying for uh, Mars to bring them sharp swords and that they would come off of that uh, battle with, you know, a lot of 
um, like winning nature, but also they would also have that aggression and they would have that fire and masculine um, energy to lead them home to a safe victory. So it does have that volatile temper. It does have that ancient um, karmic energy behind it where it does come from some aggression. So when we think about Mars in our vision board, in our dream board, many of us are like, whoo, why would I want to introduce that into my dream board, right? Why would I want to introduce that, um, that drive into my dream board? Because in all honesty, Mars, there's a little bit of Mars in all of us. If we're an Aries or a Scorpio, there's a lot of Mars in us. But um, Mars is actually a very divine planet. It's a planet that we're going to want to tap into towards areas of intimacy, towards areas of passion, assertiveness. Um, We're going to want to look at our areas of anger in the vision board. Remember, we have to go back to that sun energy of our vision board. Our vision board is about personal self-growth. And for us to say that we don't have areas of aggression, anger, or hostility would be us lying to our soul's message. So we want to tap into that area where we say, how can I relieve some of this anger? How can I step away from this frustration? How can I step away from this um, dominant masculine energy? And that's what Mars is. Mars is like that dominant masculine energy, but sometimes it's very, um, it's very powerful to have some of this energy. Um, so we're going to want to use that Mars energy towards areas of intimacy, areas of assertiveness, and also areas of moving forward. Also, we're going to want to incorporate this energy into our space with Venus, in our Venus energy. What we've put in our Venus, remember Venus and Mars are opposite. So Venus is really centered around that self um, beauty, that self-acknowledgement, that indulgence, that areas of aesthetic, that everything is beautiful, right? This Mars energy is going to kind of like say, hey, 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 but when, how, what are we doing? So this is kind of like that day where I said, um, I'm going to plan to incorporate hikes with my relationship. Um, All we ever do is go to the movies and out to eat, but I actually want to introduce hiking into the relationship. So I'm going to use my Mars energy to say, we are going to hike Mount Diablo. We're going to hike this trail by my house. We're going to hike this area on this day. So Mars energy is putting it on the planner putting it on the map. The Venus energy is telling me kind of what I want, right? That areas of desire of what I want. But that Mars energy is saying, this is the day we're going to do it. This is the day that I'm going to tell my significant other, hey, I've planned us a hike. 
right? So we're going to use that assertiveness in our dream board. So when we are thinking about Mars, we're also thinking about areas of strength, areas of strength that we want to acknowledge in our dream board? Do we want to get more physically strong? This could be working out. This is an area of the sacral chakra. This is areas of passion, desires, and also creativity. So this is areas of, am I going to start um, maybe painting more? Am I going to start um, doing more areas that will relieve that stress, that will relieve that outward um, passion. But Mars is really that animal instinct. So Mars is that energy where you're also going to want to look at is what it is that I need to do. And I, I know sometimes like people are like, oh, that's Pacific, but this is how your dream board is going to work really to see those accomplishments. What it is that not only do I want to do and desire to do, but do I need to do, right? I need to do this so I can survive. I need to do this. I need to um, look for a better job. I need to um, create more assertiveness in the work. I need to create more action steps towards my self business. I need to do this. So this is that energy that really comes from that passion source. And you're going to want to place it on your dream board. And Mars, you're going to want to place it in your dream board where it is centered to the sun's energy because we have to remember the sun is our soul's message it's our spirit message it is that area of growth and creator and mars is that energy that's saying let's go let's get it moving come on come on let's go let's get these steps forward let's get this area forward let's get this activity stimulated let's get these energies in the mode, right? Because if we were centered in around just Mercury and we were centered around just Venus, everything would feel like a thought. Everything would feel like a area to kind of live in that beautiful state. But Mars is saying, come on, I'm going to make you a little uncomfortable because I know this uncomfortability, this area of um, somewhat stagnation, this area of feeling so aligned is not helping you create your next goal because you're comfortable. So this is kind of that Mars energy. So you're going to want to look at what represents you, what represents that action steps that you need to take. And um, you're going to use it towards areas of intimacy, passion, um, areas of assertiveness, and you're going to want to put that on your dream board. And then let's go over Jupiter. So Jupiter is a fun, fun, fun planet. Um, and a lot of times people hear about Jupiter and it is that area of abundance. It is that area of, um, known to be like the luckiest planet. A lot of people, when Jupiter kind of comes into the planet, it has this area of humor, goodwill. Um, it is that area that kind of feels 
um, irresponsible. It feels like a little bit of overindulgence and it has a lot of generosity. It has a lot of giving and gratitude and expression. It's also an area that kind of um, resembles Venus and it does resemble that area space of um, Mercury where it has that space towards confidence, beauty, and wisdom and um, thought process. But Jupiter, I want, when we're looking at Jupiter for the, when we are looking at Jupiter for the dream board, it's going to resemble fun. I want Jupiter to resemble fun and outward expansion, right? Especially if you do your planets in this order, right? Maybe after you did Mars, you might've been like, whoo, that was intense, you know? So I want you to look at Jupiter in the area of fun, the area of travel, the area of maybe getting a new book, maybe putting some areas where you can donate your time to charities, um, putting some area where you can donate um, money, where you can donate um, clothing. You want to tap into that generosity, giving back to the collective. How are you going to give back to other people in the next year? Also, um, you're going to want to look at it as, as a way that you are also creating your own personal expansion. That's really what Jupiter is about, is creating that own personal expansion. I would honestly, when we are thinking about Jupiter's energy and how we're going to use it in our dream board, when you look at personal expansion and you look at, and personal expansion is so forward um, in so many ways because it is the opposite of Saturn. It is the opposite of responsibilities, which is something that we're going to tap into in a little bit right after we get over Jupiter. But this is like, if you were to pick the perfect day, what does the perfect day look like to you? The perfect day might look very different for, for me than it does for you, right? Like the perfect day for you might feel like I'm going to get up, I'm going to um, get dressed, go travel, go to the beach, um, sit out in the sun, enjoy the day, um, stay off my phone, you know, or is the perfect day for you something like, um, I'm just going to like lounge around my house, sleep until 11, um, get up, meet friends, and then maybe go to the farmer's market, go home, and then cook a, you know, easy dinner. Or is the perfect day like, I'm going to go shopping, I'm going to go to the spa. So whatever your perfect day looks like to you, write it out or have it um, acknowledged in your dream board. Are you going to go to like a comedy show? Are you going to go to a movie? Are you going to see all your friends and family? Like for some people, that is the perfect day, right? For other people, the perfect day might be feeling 
staying at home or feeling um, more in that area where they're by themselves. The perfect day looks different for everybody. So you're definitely going to want to um, tap into what does the perfect day look for you. And also Jupiter has that energy of um, socialization. So it is a day where um, you are going to kind of want to like socialize. Also, you're going to want to put in your dream board, like what it is that you want to do a little bit more without overindulgence, right? We don't really need to tap into that, um, that Venus energy. We want to be optimistic, but we don't want to be too irresponsible because Saturn will be looking down at us. And this is the next planet that we are going to get into. So Saturn is a beautiful, beautiful, but very windy planet. <laughs> um, Saturn has those um, rings around it. Um, and many people, um, Saturn is very famous for the rings. You can actually see Saturn without a telescope. Um, it's probably one of the biggest stars that you look at and you're like looking up at the sky and you're like, ooh, that star is so big babe, that's Saturn. <laughs> so um, Saturn is very beautiful. And Saturn resembles areas of responsibility, material sources, um, areas of commitments. Um, it is that father energy. <laughs> it's a little bit opposite from um, the moon. Uh, it's more that father energy, but it's very much opposite from Jupiter. So remember, Jupiter is your perfect day. Jupiter is your childhood energy. Jupiter is like, if you had no responsibilities, what would you be doing, right? Like Jupiter is like that day when you cut school in high school, right? <laughs> like, like Jupiter is that really like fun day that like you cut school and you're like hanging out with your friends. You do like all this naughty stuff. And then it was like the time of your life. I grew up in the Bay Area. So like when I cut school, honey, we were taking bars to like Berkeley and we were like hanging out on Telegraph and we were doing all kinds of uh, crazy kooky things. And then Saturn is kind of like that energy when you get home and it's like your school called. <laughs> like, why weren't you in school? Um, so Saturn is that area of responsibility, that area of self-discipline, um, that area of having restrictions. So sometimes the energy of Saturn can feel like, oh, you're just cutting into my freedom. You're just cutting into my fun. You're just cutting into my fun, mom, you know, right? You're, you're just never leaving me alone, dad. So when we look at Saturn's energy, a lot of the time it has to do with boundaries. So I want you to look at what boundaries is it for the next year that are right for you to create? Um, and that's deep on the vision board. That is deep. Is that like I am saying no when I don't want to go. I don't care. <laughs> like now I'm saying no. Um, I'm not picking up extra shifts or I'm not staying late to work. I'm creating boundaries that do have a sense of constriction 
But in all honesty, these boundaries are going to help my next year. So I really want you to look at your boundary state on your vision board. And when we think about it in the vision board area, a lot of people are like, ooh, 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 why are we going to put that in our vision board? Because if we don't have boundaries and we don't have that protection of those two outer rings that Saturn brings, a lot of us are going to get off track, right? Our Mars energy might be fizzling out. Our Mercury energy might just have us not really in a place that feels structured. So these are going to be boundaries that you want to go over in your dream board. Okay, and then now we are going to look at Uranus. So Uranus is a beautiful planet as well. Most of us can't really see it. It is the seventh planet. Um, it is known for being very cold, but what Uranus is known for is in all honesty, its style, its rebellious energy. It is related to the age of Aquarius, which is around technology, electricity, internet, mental studies. It is the area that has you um, thinking outside of the box. And how we're going to use Uranus towards our dream board is we are going to establish what our own personal style is. What is our own personal style? And use that in your dream boards. First, for instance, if you're a writer, if you're a reader, if you're a podcaster, if you're good at communication, if you're good at creating stuff, like let's say you can create um, a lot of crafts, um, but looking at your own personal style and defining it, defining areas in technology that you would like to improve. Like a lot of times um, I hear people will say, oh, well, I don't know how to do that. And I'm going to tell you, yesterday, I was helping a lady who was 90 years old. And she told me, oh, hold on. I have to, I have to text, I have to text my, um, my daughter. This lady is 90 years old and she is texting. She has a smartphone and she is basically using technology like a... 30 year old, right? And she's 90. So this is that area of giving you your own personal style to transition with technology. So when we look at Uranus in the dream board, we're going to want to look at what is our own personal style? What energy of style do we really want to create? What energy of style do we really want to use with technology? Um, for instance, <laughs> I joined TikTok like a few years ago and I was like, I do not want to join TikTok. And one of my friends was like, you have to join TikTok. You're going to be so amazing at TikTok. And I'm like, I really don't feel like people are going to understand me. I'm not, you know, like what? So I joined TikTok and I will tell you, I've had some fun on that app. But for TikTok, for me, it's so much easier because I feel like it's less aesthetically pleasing, right? It, it's not like Instagram. I don't feel like I have to do my makeup before I get on there. I could just talk about astrology. 
Um, I could just create little reels or, you know, TikToks about zodiac signs and people get it. They like it. They like that area where it doesn't feel so um, just... I don't know. It just has like this little different space. It has this little different style, right? And that's kind of like my style. Like that's one of the reasons why I felt like I can't, it's, it's like hard for me to, um, do those IG stories because I'm like, um, I don't really want to get up, <laughs> you know, TikTok, they don't care if I have like no makeup on and I look uh, half dead. <laughs> Della, Mar- Della said yes. <laughs> yes. So she must be on TikTok too. Definitely follow each other. Um, that's how we build a collective. That is how we build um, a community. So if you are um, sitting next to somebody in this room, definitely look at their bio This is how we all get connected. Okay, so let's talk about Neptune in the dream board. Uh, Oh, yay. She just started her TikTok too. Della, put in your TikTok handle and I will search you. Um, Neptune is the planet that's the eighth planet from the sun. And this area, when we think about Neptune, this really resembles that area of the dream board. This is like that bright blue energy. So when we think about, um, when we think of um, the energy of Neptune, I want you guys to really think of the throat chakra, that water element, the crown chakra, the third eye chakra. This is that area of dreams, visions, and inspiration. It is almost like the psychic um, energy. It is almost like the spiritual energy. Oh gosh, I got so much feedback when I did do a TikTok and a video about um, Jesus is not a Capricorn. He is a Pisces. I... I, I nailed it. <laughs> nobody, nobody could argue with me. I know Jesus is a Pisces um, because Jesus has this Neptune energy. When we look at that area space of being the water walker, of being the inspiration of spirituality, the inspiration of finding that God essence, finding that energy that makes us feel very aligned in our own personal Um, in our own personal soul's message, back to our son's message, we want to look at what it is that we can use from Neptune. Sometimes Neptune can have its manifestations that feel a little bit um, naive, feel a little bit, uh, make us feel guilty. Some people who have a lot of Neptune placements Um, tend to have some fantasy aspects. They might get a lot of correlation with maybe um, abuse, but, you know, we're going to talk about the astrology in deeper conversations um, in other uh, podcasts. So this is really that energy that is going to be revealing when we look at it in our dream board we're going to want to reveal that illusion we're going to want to reveal that confusion this is that poetic experience of creating a dream um and i will be honest my dream you know i guess you know 
I honestly feel like I'm living in my life's path. I'm living in my um, journey path. My dream state um, is becoming very um, reality-based each day. Like each day, something new has me in this area where my dreams are no longer dreams and they are really that space of um, reality. When I got interviewed for um, Good Morning Sacramento, that was like a huge dream that I didn't even really acknowledge was a dream. I thought nobody uh, listened to my podcast, right? I thought, oh, you know, I'm just podcasting and uh, I hope people like it. But to actually have um, the news reach out to me and um, and say, hey, you know, uh, we love your podcast. We think it's great that you're teaching so many people about um, self-care, their own energy. We would love to have you on. To me, that was like almost like a dream. I didn't believe the email at first, right? So when we look into our Neptune energy, this is going to be our energy of that intense higher chakra energy. We're going to want to find that areas of idealist and very centered around our dream state. What is our dream, right? What is one of our dreams that we want to accomplish in this dream board? When we say dream board, that lets you know right there that you have a vision, you have a center of desire, you have an area of love, of association, of creation. And you're going to take that dream, you're going to take that vision, and you're going to create it. You're going to create it into your own space. Also, you want to tap into your spiritual essence. So what is it around yourself that makes you feel spiritually aligned. And remember, spiritually aligned and religiously aligned are two different things. Spiritually is you. You, 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 you. That own spirit message from the soul. So what is that that makes you feel aligned? Is that being outside? Is that as being one with nature? Is that being one with... um social circles? Is that teaching others? Is that sending out areas of messaging so others can receive it? Is that hearing others' messages and you receive it and you using that area to adapt? Is it meditation? Is it ritual baths? Is it creating intentions daily, rituals? So look at your spiritual alignment and what makes you feel spiritually aligned. And um, also look at it if it is centered around religion, if religion does help you get tapped into that. And I, I, like I told you guys, I believe that people should do what's right for them. If that is being in a um, religious uh, practices and that helps you feel spiritually aligned and that gets you in that area of um, collective, because we have to remember that just because it isn't necessarily a traditional religion doesn't mean that it's not a collective. A, a traditional religion, if it's Christianity, um, if it is um, Hinduism, if it is Buddha, if it is uh, Buddhism, if it's um, just uh, you know, re religion such as if they're Jewish, whatever. There's a collective essence in there 
that helps that individual feel spiritually aligned. So look at your spiritual message. Look at how it is you want to receive that message from the cosmos, from the universe, from the God, from the gods, whatever you believe, right? Um, Look at it, but look at the dream essence. What is it about the dream that keeps you going? What is it about the dream? Is it writing a book? Is it starting a podcast? Is it having grandchildren? What is it about the dream that you can build into a reality? That those steps are no longer illusions and the dream foggy state, but you could transfer that into a reality. And when you do this in your dream board, please use blue. Um, Please use blue. If you do decide to use like a, a collage format, get photos of blue stuff, get um, aesthetics of blue, use a blue pin, use a blue marker, definitely tap into that blue energy of Neptune. And that is going to be a reality based. Okay, now we're going to look at Pluto. We're going to do Pluto and Chiron and then that then we'll be closing out the room and closing out the podcast. So Pluto is the dwarf planet. Some people say it's not even a planet, right? Um, We had the Pluto return back in the U.S. Um, As many of us know, a lot of stuff happened on that day. I did a full podcast um, about the Pluto return. Um, But this is really that area of letting go some of the struggles. And it is the dark side. And some people might say, well, why are we going to talk about the dark side? Why are we going to talk about this shadow state? Why are we going to talk about this area of oh, dark, shadowy energy? Oh, because we have to do the shadow work. We have to do it. We have to acknowledge it. Pluto is in us just like it is in the solar system. It is in that area of presence where it sometimes... We don't want to acknowledge the grief. We don't want to acknowledge the despair. We don't want to acknowledge it. But we are going to acknowledge how it will help us, how the the areas of transformation will help us. So when we look at Pluto's energy, we're going to be looking at it in a way that feels like a up level of letting go of personal struggles. So for instance, if we have a Facebook group, if we have, let's say, um, something that we feel like it is holding us back, this is where we're going to acknowledge it in our dream book, and this is where we are going to say goodbye to it. So for instance, if I have a gym membership that I never go to, I never use, because I've decided I like to work out at home and I'm spending tons of money on this membership, this is going to be a time that we close out that chapter. We say, I'm canceling this. This is also a time where we see people in our relationships that we might say, I am canceling this. 
Um, so this is going to be that area where we are letting go of some of the struggles by transformation. So Pluto's energy isn't always bad, right? It's not always bad. It has positive expressions of desire to transform. And we're going to acknowledge that. We're going to say goodbye to certain situations, certain life expectations, certain messages that maybe were taught to us, certain areas that feel like they are holding us down versus they are letting us expand. And we are going to let some of that Saturn constriction energy go and we are going to say goodbye to it. So look at things on your dream board that you can say goodbye to, that you can close that chapter to because this is a full transformation of self in the next upcoming year of 2023. And remember, you can do your dream board at any time. I know some people like to do their dream board in January for the full year. You could also do it in spring. Um, a lot of times, a lot of growth comes in spring. Traditionally, a lot of people are centered around growth in spring. So Chiron is the smallest planet. It is known as the wounded healer. And this is why we are going to um, tap into that energy of the healing to end this conversation of creating your dream board through astrology. Because with every intention, with every center, we want to heal an aspect. We can't heal everything. Every year is a new healing journey. Every year we're still healing. Every year we're still on our healing pattern, right? Every year there's a new area that is positioned with Chiron. It could be a house, it could be a sign, whatever it goes, Chiron, that area of spiritual healing is always present. So Chiron is that area of the healing. So I want you to look at areas in your dream board that you can heal with. Um, not necessarily should you write out what it is that you are healing from, right? Um, you don't really need to write that out. Like, I'm healing from um, that time that my dad never picked me up from school. <laughs> my listeners know that story. <laughs> my friends know that story. Um, I'm healing from that time that, you know, I got broken up with, with the guy that I thought was the love of my life, right? We don't have to exactly say what we are healing on, but I do want you guys for your dream board to acknowledge some of your healing properties. What are your healing properties when we're looking at Chiron in the dream board? Chiron on the dream board would be like music. Um, what is it that makes you feel healed and aligned? Would that be introducing journaling? Would that be introducing meditation? Would that be introducing counseling? Would that be introducing a collective? Having a collective is such a beautiful thing, in all honesty. Having a collective of friends, family, um, even people on social media that are, are there um, to give you knowledge or are there to hear your knowledge, but having a collective where, and it could be church, it could be um, neighbors, having a collective to help you sometimes through the healing journey is amazing. And 
Um, I Like I've told many people, I've met people off of social media. I've met friends off of social media. Um, sometimes social media is not a bad thing, right? Sometimes you can meet a lot of people. I know one of my support groups is um, on social media because of my heart defect. They don't have it. They don't have like an in-person one. There's only like one in a million people who have the heart defect that I have. So my collective for areas of healing is actually on social media. Um, so what is your area of helping you heal? What are that, what is that energy? Is it following spiritual healers? Is it finding a new book? Is it looking for educators? Most people who, um, are centered with the acknowledgement that healing comes every year. Healing comes every day. We are always healing. We are never healed. Um, and people who tell you like, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're not healing right. You're never fully healed. Um, that is true. You know, I've worked in EMS. I've done, um, been an emergency room nurse for uh, 10 years. And like I said, every day I'm healing from something. And then we just had, um, oh gosh, I forget his name, that young um, NFL player on <laughs> on, um, on the, the football game who um, went into cardiac arrest. And I just saw that he's now um, off of life support and he's talking and he's breathing and his mental status is um, fully aware. That's amazing because like the world was shocked uh, and of course the players can't go back you know to to um the game because they were giving CPR and stuff but somebody who used to give CPR every day and then go and finish her shift a lot of times that trauma still lays in so every day is a healing practice and look at ways for the vision board to put what are your healing properties? My healing properties is definitely when I create meditations for people, when I do my own meditation practices, when I do my own rituals, when I do my own um, areas of release. Releasing is one of the best healing properties, I think, is acknowledging the incident and letting it live outside of you instead of within you. So um, that is the dream board. Um, so if you guys have any questions on creating your own dream board, you could definitely send me a message. I do think I will try to do this room or I will do another podcast for the YouTube channel. Um, so follow the YouTube channel. I plan on going through maybe like a template so you guys could kind of see a dream board um, and see it like a visual, what it could look like, what um, you can make it look like it should resemble you. So everybody have an amazing day. Please like and follow Chakras and Cuss Words and share this with a friend. You know, everybody wants to know how to do their vision board. Just reminder, your vision board can be done at any time. But um, everybody have an amazing day and thank you so much.